everyone and welcome to another sermon of the week. This is Scott Lutz and today we're in second we're going to be uh talking about the old and the new covenant. Um the old and the new testament. Uh 2 Corinthians 3 7 through 18 is our scripture. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Now if the mystery that brought death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with glory with glory so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory. Fading through it was, was, will not the mystery of the Spirit be even more glorious? If the mystery that condemns men is glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? For what was glorious has not has no glory now in comparison with the surpassing glory. And if what was fading away came with glory, how much greater is the glory of what of that which lasts? Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from grazing from gazing at it while the radiance was fading away. But their minds were made dull for to this day, the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed, because only in the in Christ it is taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is, is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we who are who with unveiled faces are all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is, in, who is the Spirit. Okay. Um, most people believe that uh, as, since we're in the a new covenant, um, we don't need to look at the Ten Commandments. We don't need to uh, note, even pay attention to the Old Testament that it's no longer valid to read. It's not necessary anymore. But God never told us to, dis to disregard the Old Testament. The Old Testament is rich with stories on how God's power is revealed, and with the prophecies of Je Jesus' first coming, and even his second, and, and his second coming, and the um, new heaven and the new earth. That's all found in the Old Testament as well as the new. Jesus didn't come to abolish the Old Covenant. He came to fulfill it. Jesus came to fulfill prophecy. God has always been our salvation, whether it was during the Old Testament times and New Testament. Jesus was a lamb that was slain even before the beginning of creation. The Old Testament gives us the prophecies of Jesus, God sending his son to die for us and, and free us from sin. Those were the prophecies. The New Testament, the New Covenant, is the fulfillment of prophecy, and Jesus continues to fulfill prophecy to this day. The Old Testament tells us about the prophecies that God was going to send his only begotten Son to be the supreme sacrifice for all humanity. That means that the Messiah was coming, the Savior of the world is coming. 
Okay, so honestly, the just following the law was never salvation, even though it was um, necessary to, uh, it was a part of the salvation, it wasn't never the salvation. Following God and looking at God as your Savior back in Old Testament times was how people were saved. The Old Testament gives, um, the New Testament, the New Covenant, is the fulfillment of prophecy. Okay, so the Old Testament tells us about the prophecies that Jesus was going to be sent by the Lord God. The New Testament shows that, that Jesus was the Savior of the world and died on the cross and raising on and was raised on the third day, completes the new covenant and prophecy. Okay, so um, let's go ahead and talk about the differences between the old and new covenant. Here are some, but there are many more. One, the temple is no longer the house of, of the Lord. Believers are filled with the Holy Spirit, making us the temple of God. So that what that means is it's no longer necessary to go to um, one part of the world where God's temple stands and worship the Lord there. We, as the temple of the Lord, when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, um, we are filled with the Holy Spirit, so we are the temple of the Lord now. So um, that gives us the freedom to worship any God anywhere. Two, one nation is no longer the single people of God. Now all born-again believers are the children of God. We are, no long, we are now all considered Jews, God's chosen people. So we are now equal to the Jews, which is actually going to be um, number three. Um, Jews and Gentiles are both equal to one another. We both need Jesus for salvation. We are both saved equally through Jesus Christ. Number four, Jesus came to fulfill the prophecy in the law, and he fulfills prophecy to this day. Five, animal sacrifices are no longer necessary. Jesus is a sacrifice for our salvation. So Jesus is the supreme sacrifice. We no longer need to bring sacrifices to the Lord because Jesus' uh, sacrifice on the cross satisfied the Father Father God, and um, and therefore no more sacrifices are necessary. And six, finally, the Ten Commandments and other laws of God are followed as a sign that we believe and fear the Lord. It does not save us, but it allows unbelievers to see that we are believers. The Holy Spirit is a sign that we are believers of Jesus and that we are saved by the grace of God. And therefore, our obedience of the Ten Commandments and the laws of God are out of love and for God and not obligation like it was during the Old Testament times. Now let's let's talk about this for a minute. I didn't write this on the script, but let's talk about this for a minute. Um, because there's actually number seven that I didn't write down. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and talk about this number six a little bit more a little first. Um, the the Ten Commandments was written um, pretty much uh, to as a mirror to tell us um, how much we need God. So when we observe the Ten Commandments, when we look up the Ten Commandments, when we read the Ten Commandments, we have an understanding that every Ten Commandment that's in the Bible, or in, uh, we need to understand that uh, as much as we strive and as much as we try, we don't, we're not successful in following those commandments. 
Um, therefore, Jesus had to die because we could not um, follow those Ten Commandments. So pretty much the Ten Commandments shows us, and every law in the Old Testament shows us that we are sinners and that we need to uh, that we need Jesus, the salvation of Jesus Christ, in order to be saved. Um, so number seven that I didn't write down, but I'm going to give it to you now. Number seven is going to, uh, we need to have a full understanding that, um, during the old covenant, uh, only certain people were given the Holy spirit. Only, only prophets, only the servants of God received the Holy spirit that God chose to, to do something for him. They received the Holy Spirit. But in the church in the new covenant, everyone who accepts Jesus Christ and becomes born again uh, through the grace of Jesus Christ um, receives the Holy Spirit. So that's another change that we need to consider um, when we are um, going through the old and new covenant. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord God. I just ask that you be with us, Lord. I thank you for your salvation, for who, what you've done for us, Lord. Thank you for being the supreme sacrifice to save us from sin. Thank you for making us equal to it to um, the Jews. And thank you for, um, for your salvation, Lord God. In Jesus' name, uh, we just pray that you uh, continue to uh, be with us and to help us to share your word. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.